Roger scrambles He's left, winds up, runs up. He's got time to the 10 to the yes. back. Podcast Brewers Edition, the segment for not only those diehard baseball fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. I'm Tyler Kurth, diehard brewer and beer fan, and can be found on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. Today I'm joined with good friend Sunshine, who can be found on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor, and VG, who can be found on Twitter at Vanilla7Gorilla. So agenda for today here, we're going to talk a little bit about our bet from our introductory podcast here. Uh, we'll play a little game that I like to call Get to Know Your Brewers. We'll head into some actual brewer content, um, go over what happened this week in spring training, how some of our starting pitchers um, performed throughout the week, and that'll kind of shape most of our discussion. Um, we'll kind of end a little bit talking about who we think the starting five will be, and who our opening day starter will be as well. So before we get started with all that, if you did not catch our introductory pod, um, before we actually filmed it, um, these two knuckleheads uh, made a bet with me. Uh, We kind of had a segment in there where we kind of talked about ourselves, gave ourselves a background, whatnot, introduced who we are and what segment we're covering, and they thought it'd be funny if I introduced myself as a baby back bitch. And <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and it was funny. But now the uh, the repercussions were, if I actually did it, that they had to uh, shuck on a beer, which <laughs> they will, uh, would we agree with, uh, probably next segment you guys will be doing that, so next week. Yeah. At our tropical setting. Yeah, spring break. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Rom Springer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you're going to the wrong location, though. The Brewers don't play in Florida, so wrong league. But the Bucks do. That, that's that's true. So, are you actually going to go to the game? I hope so. That'd be pretty cool. That would be fun. Uh, yeah. All right. So now, get to know your Brewers. How this game works here is, I am going to read a tweet from a Brewer player, and I want you guys to tell me who you think it is. If you want to add in a little reasoning why, it's perfectly fine. Uh, we'll kind of alternate our answers here first. So we'll have Scott start first, and then Trevor, and alternate like so. So on February 24th, the tweet is, The Brewers are officially using biodegradable to-go food boxes in the clubhouse, among other awesomeness going on behind the scenes. Who tweeted it? <laughs> That sounds like uh, someone from WISN. Is that an actual player tweeted that? It was an actual player, yep. All right, I'll say Christian Yelich because I know that he is on the Brewers. 
<laughs> Wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trevor, got any guesses? <laughs> I have an educated guess on this one. Um, I figured you would. <laughs> so, ouch. I saw some videos on Facebook or pictures on Facebook and Instagram or Twitter, wherever I saw them. Um, I think it's Brent Suter because he was all about getting people like he has a picture of Craig council using a reusable water bottle instead of like plastic water bottles. So yeah, I'm going to go with Brent Suter. Yep. You would be correct. Ding, ding, ding. I believe, I think his degree is actually in like environmental science or something like that. So it makes sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, you can actually uh, tweet out at him like your videos or pictures of you using a biodegradable water bottle, and I don't know, maybe he'll respond. So maybe we should try that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. <laughs> um, all right, switching gears from the non-healthy side of things here. This next tweet to have is from February 1st. There is a picture of an entire pallet full of Skittles. And it says, I've died and gone to heaven. Trevor, who do you think this is? Okay, so I have no actual reasoning behind this at all. Um, uh, but I, I'm just feeling like it was Moose. I feel nope, like that's something he would do. Really? Mm-mm. Scott, was that the second uh, Brewer player that you knew? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm torn between two players right now, and I don't know why, but I am going to say Perez. Oh, you know, that, that kind of makes sense, but it was not Hernan Perez. I could kind of see it. I don't, I just, just based off gut feeling. Um, the correct answer right. is Jeremy Jeffress. Oh, um, I feel like I should have known that. You you definitely should have. I believe there <laughs> oh. was a he talks a lot about him, Skittles yep, throughout yep. the season, so <laughs> Damn it. I, I definitely should have known that. Yep. Alright, my third tweet here. We got two more left after this one is on April first. This one's going back to two thousand seventeen, so we will give you a hint. He was not a brewer at the time he tweeted this out, but the tweet says this is no easy decision. Those who are rocking their best right now. I wax my stash to you. Scott, who do you think it was? You're going back to 2017? Um, Jeez. Um, I think he has a mustache right now. Christian Yelich again. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It was not. Be right one of these times. Uh... I'm gonna go with Eric Thames. It was not. It was uh, oh. Tyler Saladino. Oh yeah, that would. Which I think he actually has the stash on. right now. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it like must a... have been a White Sox thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that's supposed to mean, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he was getting rid of it. Was kind of what I gathered. Um, yeah. All right, this next one, I think this one's pretty obvious. But tweet is, if your biceps cramp after doing curls, don't worry. This at-routine baseball shirt has a 0% chance of cramping. Your style, that is. See what I did there? Hashtag corny but true. Hashtag but for real. You cramp, drink less sugar, and more water, and perhaps some electrolytes. Trevor, what do you think it was? 
That's got to be Eric Thames. <laughs> Scott? Yeah, I was going to say Eric Thames, too. Yep, you would be correct. And uh, I guess I should have put the Yay. picture on here for you. The picture was uh, the T-shirt had a Eric Thames head on it. <laughs> he was wearing his own T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, and then before uh, before we move out of this Twitter segment here, I have a surprise tweet for you. All right, no background, what? no background here for you. This is this is off the books. The tweet I will say is from 2017, and it says, "I have seen Hitch like a hundred times. How am I still so horrible at talking to women?" Trevor, what do you think it was? I guess first last time. Oh, Scott, who do you think it was? I know the answer to this one. <laughs> what? You want to you give do? us the answer? <laughs> that would be Vanilla Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that was probably the highlight of my Twitter career. <laughs> I thought it was pretty I funny. thought it was... What did I get? Like two likes on that? Uh, let me look once. <laughs> five likes and one retweet. Five. <laughs> you five likes and a retweet. So that was yeah, that was probably my biggest tweet of my life. You can't you can't do this Brewers segment and then expect me to guess Scott. <laughs> oh, that's what makes it even better. <laughs> oh, so that our was hilarious. All our big listeners out there should dig up Scott's old tweet now and go like it just to give him some love. Yeah. Definitely good. And watch Hitch. It's a great movie. We, we won't question you about how well you can talk to women now. Don't worry. I've watched it a few more times since, and I'm getting a little bit better each time. There we go. Baby Proud steps. Of you. All right, moving on. Uh, just to highlight uh, what kind of what happened this week. Um, Hernan Perez had a monster game. I believe it was last Saturday. Three home runs. Or, yeah, three home, three run home run, excuse me. A three RBI double and then RBI ground out for a grand total of seven RBIs, which was his first game um, since he had offseason wrist surgery. So that was kind of cool to see instant results. And seven RBIs, that's like what your leader has at the end of spring training on a team. So it was just kind of funny to <laughs> wow. see that. Um, other news, Josh Hader made his spring training debut today. Any guesses on how he did? Uh, no. <laughs> um, I completely didn't hear your question. You cut out on me. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said uh, Josh Hader uh, made his spring training debut today. Any guesses on how he did? Um, again, you cut out. I, I have no idea how he did. I didn't, I wasn't able to watch any games. Uh, I'll guess an inning, one hit, three strikeouts. It was an inning and it was three strikeouts. No hits though. (laughs) So he literally, (laughs) literally like where he left off last year. He, uh, topped at 98 miles per hour today. (laughs) So that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so I'll kind of let you guys take the lead on this next part here. Let's kind of talk about um, how our starting pitchers looked this week and uh, kind of starting off with Chase Anderson here. Yeah, all right. So Chase Anderson uh, kind of struggled this week. 
A total of six innings so far. He's allowed three home runs in those innings. Um, he's got a new delivery going. Um, in 2017, his ERA, which I'm told is earned run amount average, average is two. <laughs> just kidding. I know what ERA is. Is two point seven four. Uh, 2018 ERA was 3.93. Um, he's on the board to make 4.75 million this year and 6.8 next year. Um, so his 30 home runs last year was tied for the second most given up in the league, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I think. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a stat you want attached to your name. No, it's not. And I think spring training is huge for him. Like, not making the postseason roster last year. Like, I feel like he has the most to lose this spring training, especially if he keeps giving up home runs. Yeah, giving, <laughs> averaging, giving up a home run every two innings, that's not going to get you a spot on in this rotation. <laughs> no. Nope. And that, that ERA jump is horrifying. Over a 1.2 increase 1.19 increase that's mm-hmm. not that's not what you're looking for especially when he's making 4.75 this year and over six next year almost seven million next year yeah. um so let's kind of go a little bit further into the pitchers so let's talk a little bit about our young pitchers um brandon woodruff and willie and freddie peralta each tossed uh, one scoreless inning. Um, Corbin Burns had a rough outing. His first time out, he allowed five runs uh, on six hits in only an inning and a third, which is obviously very hard to see your young pitcher who pitched extremely well last year start off that way. So hopefully he kind of bounces back from that. And Council has said that he views the starting pit, or the pitchers as hard to separate at this point um, and competing for starting pitching roles, so being in that starting rotation. Yeah, and I think the big thing with all three of those pitchers in uh, Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns is that they all still have uh, minor league options left, which um, if you're kind of not familiar with how the minor league options work, it's... Basically, once a player gets put on the 40-man roster, you're given three minor league options. So that's basically three times you're allowed to be sent down to the minors, um, except it's kind of spanned out through different seasons. So if I was in the big leagues and they sent me down to the minors um, and I stayed there for more than 20 days, one of my options would be gone. But now I can kind of move in and out between the majors and minors as many times as I want kind of throughout the rest of that season and I wouldn't lose a second option unless until the following season when I was moved if I got moved down to the minors and back and forth again Um, so both of them they have the flexibility or all three of them to kind of move around between the majors and the minors um, which is actually good for our club I think um, especially if we're looking to try and give some of these veteran pitchers a chance at redemption here early off because those three guys kind of really they stepped up at the end of the year and they did very well 
Um, in other news, oop, you got anything, Scott? Nope. nope. Go ahead. That was me. That was not Scott. <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> other guys competing for the starting pitching job. Junior Guerra. This week he threw a total of four innings. Gave up three earned runs. Uh, most of them came today. Um, got belted for a couple home runs. There's a slugfest against the Reds today. And then uh, Josh Tomlin, so a non-roster invitee for camp. In his first inning of work, gave up six earned runs. <laughs> that was today as well in that slugfest. So uh, that's just tough for him to see and hard to bounce back from. But plenty of spring training left. We'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, other pitching news. Jimmy Nelson is slated to throw one simulated inning in practice tomorrow. So that's exciting, getting him back, seeing against live hitters, um, kind of building up that confidence again in that regard. So wait, what? what's a simulated inning? Do they just have like Brewers players against him, or how does that work? Yeah, I believe it's going to be Brewers players, and then they're just going to go, they're not going to actually like run the bases, like there won't be a defense out there. They'll just have some guys in, you know, if it looks like it would have been a hit, they'll say, hey, all right, you still got a pitch. If he strikes him out. It'll just go for however long the inning would last. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I believe before that he's supposed to throw a 35-pitch bullpen and then go into the live batters. So, I mean, it's not just like I'm doing one inning of work and I'm done for the day. Starting to build up that stamina again. Perfect. Yeah, speaking of not perfect, um, news broke out that Bobby Wall – uh, tore his ACL and will most likely need surgery and probably miss the rest of the year. Um, so Bobby Wall was the uh, pitcher that we acquired this offseason in the Keon Broxton trade from the Mets. Um, very limited major league experience, but very dominant throughout the minors. Um, and then I don't know what your guys take on this, but kind of after the injury came out and they announced that his ACL is torn, most likely missed the year, Council was like, you know, that's a hard loss. Um, he was most likely going to pitch in the majors this year. Um, but, you know, we have guys structured to kind of come and fill where he's at, um, which I thought was interesting. They said he would pitch in the majors. I wasn't sure if that was just like a tactic to, like, have his confidence up for when he comes back next year. Like, hey, I would have been in the majors this year or – I mean, I'm not quite sure what to think of that. Yeah, very well could be. Um, I don't, did I was wondering? Do you know how he tore his ACL? <laughs> um, it's labeled as a freak accident. I haven't heard exactly how he did it because I guess it was while he was pitching. So <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't. That's not a very common injury in baseball, right? No, I think I saw that is he's the third pitcher to ever tear his ACL. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's just unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that that really does suck, especially because I I've seen some talks about he was our bullpen depth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, especially with you know you don't know if you're gonna have Woodruff, Burns, or Peralta in the bullpen or if they're in the starting rotation or they're down in the minors. Um, so having someone that council was confident to have in the majors. And I, I would take that as he actually was planning on having him in the bullpen. Um, that I think that's a big loss for the depth play. Obviously we still got our big guns back there, but 
as a depth uh, pitcher, that, that kind of sucks not to have him. Yes, it does. Um, so kind of switching gears here, other news that broke out this week um, in for the MLB in general here. Um, they're testing out the pitch clock this spring, um, and it was announced that that's going to wait until at least 2022 um, for if that would be implemented. But Why? kind of... Um, I believe it has to do with the new agreement um, between the players and yeah, the association. The yep. yeah. gotcha. Do you know if they're going to try to work towards it or like ease them into it? Or is it just like 2022, all right, here's your clock? I, I don't know for sure. My general take on it was that they're, the only reason they're really waiting is just so – that for bargaining reasons um, gotcha. against the players, because a lot of the players are more upset about it than other people are. Yeah, I'm sure. And this this isn't like a set in stone rule. They're still like in the testing phases. Like it's a proposed gotcha. rule change. So um, gotcha. that's the first we m- could see it is 2022. Uh, okay, yeah. so like they could potentially implement it during like spring training or something like that most likely that's where they'd start yeah okay well i mean it, it they are testing it out this season so it is in spring training oh, okay. this year already gotcha how's it going do you know have um you been yeah the attention? announcers have been kind of talking about it a lot and i heard one person say well you know it doesn't really change anything much like most pitchers don't take 20 seconds anyway so they don't even look at it but then i'm like well then, what's the point of the pitch clock? Like, really? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a pitcher. I don't. I don't know if that clock's really affecting me at all or not. Uh, other rule changes um, that we may see as early as next season. Um, we'll kind of get your guys' take on these. You can kind of pick one, um, whichever you see more fitting here. But proposed rules for next season could be uh, the three batter minimum for pitchers. Uh, roster size changes, so expanding the rosters from 25 players to 26, and then have a 13 pitcher maximum on the rosters. And then the last one is limiting position players' pitching opportunities. Um, so they, the position player, would only be allowed to take the mound um, during the ninth inning, or after the sixth inning if they trail by at least seven runs. All right. Um, so I think you guys know what. One I'm taking here and have you, at it, bud. You know, go to town. <laughs> you know my feelings behind this, um, but I'm going to talk about the three batter minimum for pitchers coming into the game. And as a Brewer fan, and the Brewer fans listening to this, you should not want this change at all. Um, I believe that, like Council's managing and how he used the bullpen, which was kind of out there for the MLB. Um, I think this rule just completely screws how this team is built. They're built around that bullpen, at least pitching-wise, they're built around that bullpen. And to use it to its most, its best ability, sometimes you got to go in and just pitch one batter. You know, you have to get that lefty out or – there's other situations like in the NLC or NLDS when they did um, the bullpen game where 
they had the starting pitcher pitch one batter, and then Brandon Woodruff came in and pitched the rest of the mm-hmm. game. Or not the rest of the game. I think he pitched six innings. Um, but that, like, completely throws that out there, and I just think it's an over-exaggeration to a small market team making it to the NLCS in a game from the World Series because they did it in such a weird way, and they want to see baseball how they want it. But I'm at this point, I'm like, that was such a fun, interesting, new thing to see. Why, why get rid of something that really interests people? Like, it was completely out there and... Seeing something new isn't always a bad thing, and I just think they're going after Milwaukee and don't want them in there. That's my personal opinion. Right. I was going to argue against you because, yeah, it seems like the Brewers are kind of starting a new movement there. And, um, I mean, you guys know I don't pay attention to baseball stuff, and mostly because it isn't exciting and they don't change a whole lot. But it sounds like with that and then all the other proposed um, rule changes, it sounds like they're trying to change the game up. So it seems kind of silly that they would want to implement a rule like that where you need three minimum uh, batters. Um, I know when we've talked before and we've argued it, I've thought that it's kind of silly to ask for a professional pitcher to pitch at least three people but um you bring up good points and i think it's kind of going backwards for baseball if they're trying to change what the brewers have been doing yeah i'm not quite sure like if um the three batter minimum you know is directly marketed to like trying to speed the game up like in a pace of play sense like because if you're bringing in a new pitcher for every new batter, obviously over-exaggeration there, like, all those mound changes take time, and, you know, I feel like the big focus, especially, you know, the pitch clock and then the three batter minimum, I feel like it's more regarding uh, pace of play and trying to make the game quicker, and I think that I think that's what they're going for, unless you guys, I mean, I know Trevor, you think it's a knock directly against Milwaukee. Um, I know the only other team that does things similar to what Milwaukee does is the Tampa Bay Rays, which, I mean, they haven't been good lately, so who cares about them? But um, Yeah, I I get what they're doing. I think they are doing the trying to decrease time of games. I think that's what they're going for. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I think... I, I, I just don't like it because I'm a Brewer fan and I think I'm completely biased. But, you know, maybe if it does help get more people in the stands or more viewers on TV, maybe it's a way they can go. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens next year if they do implement it and anything else. Tyler, did you have anything with the other rules that you really wanted to hit on? Did you have any like questions about them or like ones you didn't like or really liked? Uh, I think the roster size change is interesting. Um, just giving teams one extra player, uh, especially through the course of a long season, I think really help player uh, health and safety in general. So I'm kind of on board with that one. Um, and then the kind of limiting position players pitching on the mounds. I think 
Uh, the way they have that the rule worded, like that's generally when position players come in anyway, so I don't see why you have to make that a rule. It's kind of a stupid rule in my opinion. <laughs> I kind of like that rule. I felt like that got kind of annoying last season. There was a stretch where they had a ton of people doing that, and it, I don't know, it just kind of pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. That just extended games because you get people who have no business on the pitching mounds throwing to professional hitters, and they're, yeah, just extending the game even longer. Well, when you're getting crushed and want to save your good arms for the next day, though, it kind of makes sense. Uh, then just throw somebody out there. Underhand it. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. Like, can you throw in a towel or something? Yeah. Uh, there no, should be a mercy rule in baseball. I'm all for that. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> what would your mercy? What would the number be? Uh, ten. Ten. Now, see, I've, I, teams have come back from down 10 before, though. That's the great thing about well, baseball, though. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> you usually do. You usually do. <laughs> so are you willing to put a mercy rule in basketball, then? Uh, what's your number? 40. 30. 30? No, not 30. I'd say 40. And it depends, like, how late in the game, too. So, like... In baseball, if a team's down 10-0 in the first, I, no, I don't think. Well, what you... about what about the fans who paid money to see a full game and don't get it? Well, then that's on their team. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Mm. That's for well, another time. Another time. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we are we are approaching 30 minutes here, so we'll kind of wrap things up here. Um, just kind of end. I want uh, you guys to give me. Um, which five pitchers you think will make the starting rotation and who you think will be the opening day starter? So who wants to take this first? Trevor. Scott, you got it. Damn it. I want to <laughs> hear you go first. <laughs> All right. So let's see who we got here. Um, I feel like um, Chessine will get the start. Opening day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, safe. Safe, yeah. All right, good. <laughs> good. Um, I'd say him. I'm going to go uh, Jimmy Nelson is going to be your starter. Okay. Three more. Um, I'm going to go with Chase Anderson as third. Ooh. And then I'm going to finish it with Woodruff and Burns. Woodruff and Burns. I like it. Okay. Yep. Damn straight you like it. Uh, but I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will agree with your opening day starter. I think Shasin's going to start opening day. Um, but for the rest of them, I'm going to go in a little bit different direction. So... I am not entirely sure this is going to happen, but this is more along the lines of what I want to see. So I'm just going to go for it. We are going to have Shasin, opening day starter, have Jimmy Nelson once he gets back, um, 
And Tyler, are is he planning on being back for opening day or? That's what his goal is. Yep. All right. Yeah. So we'll put Jimmy Nelson on there. And then we're gonna go. Um, and and I want to preface this by saying this is gonna change um, because they really do have like eight nine bodies that they can throw out there for the starting rotation injuries and how people are pitching is going to change this but to start the season i'm going to have um woodruff and burns as well and junior Guerra as the five spot in the rotation burns and Guerra, interesting so no anderson or davies at all um did you watch zach davies at the end of the year last year (laughs) And did you watch Chase Anderson? Nope, because he wasn't on the postseason roster. Good points. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to take a different route from you. My first starter is going to be uh, Jimmy Nelson, also our opening day starter. Oh, wow. And I think we're going to do it in a way that's going to piss so many people off. He's going to pitch one inning opening day and then be done. <laughs> but he, that man deserves opening day. I want to see him out there. Um, Chassin, definitely a lock. Um, arguably our best starting pitcher going into the year. Um, I think we're going to kind of give the veterans, Anderson and Davies, a shot, especially early on. So it'll be my three and four. And then five, I think, is going to go to Brandon Woodruff. Um, I think Corbin Burns most likely start in the pen. I think he'll be on the, in the major league roster. Um, I love Freddie Peralta, but I think just the fact that he has minor league options left, um, he's going to start down in the minors, kind of get in his rhythm, pitching every five days down there. And then if Anderson or Davies struggle, then he'll come right back up. So that's my predicting. prediction. That's- that's probably a better prediction. I just told you what I want to see. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and I definitely think Freddie Peralta at some point in the next year or two is going to ascend up that starting rotation. I really like him. <clears throat> if he gets his walks under control, he'll be good. Yep. Yep. All right. You boys got anything else uh, Brewers related here? Uh, I do not. I think that's all I have. Nah, man, I'm good. All right, we will call that a wrap for today. So make sure you uh, stay tuned for next week's episode where uh, Sunshine and Vanilla Gorilla here will be following through with their shotgun bet. So that'll be exciting. Uh, (sighs) In the meantime, you guys can check us out on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod. And kind of our early uh, plans here as... A new podcast is every uh, Monday. We should be releasing um, a couple different podcasts, the Brewers, Packers, and Bucks segments for the week. And we uh, hope to see you next time. Peace. Bye. Deuces.